Good afternoon. Welcome back to another episode of BRAPcast. Today we are here with Bob Hansen from the Puddle Cutters. How are you doing today, Bob? Good, good. Hi, moped buddies. <laughs> so we are here today to learn a little bit more about the Puddle Cutters. Who are the Puddle Cutters? All right. Uh, well, we're out of Portland, Oregon. I believe we... Established in 2006, he got voted into MA. We started the the gang a little before that, though. So you guys have been around for 12 years now. Yeah, yeah. We just had our, our 12th anniversary ride uh, about two weeks ago. Wow, I think that makes you guys one of the longest standing clubs in the Moped Army. Is that right? Longer standing clubs, yeah. <laughs> um, you know, I know Mosquito Fleet's been around and, and going strong for... Uh, a few years prior to us, I think maybe three or four years prior to us. And they actually had a hand in kind of helping us get our branch started. And we're, they're basically our sister branch. You know, we, we trade off every year for, um, for our rally, which is nice. And, you know, only having to do a rally every, every other year, which is kind of the thing for a lot of Moped Army branches, uh, particularly the West Coast branches. It seems like it's quite a bit of work to get a rally off the ground, especially consistently. Yeah, it, it's, you know, it's a lot of fun. I've got a lot of, ex I, I, truth be told, I have I had prior experience doing rallies coming from uh, riding vintage vintage uh, scooters, you know, Vespas and Lambrettas and stuff. So, you know, I'm not a, not a stranger to planning rallies. So it, it, once you got the formula down, it's it's pretty easy. It's just adding all the all the fun stuff to make it. Um, unique and interesting and fun for everybody. Very true. Some of the it it takes a certain kind of person to be able to take a rally from well done to memorable and epic. Yeah, to to like holy shit, that was amazing. <laughs> I can swear on here, right? Oh yeah, definitely. Okay, good. <laughs> uh, so you guys started in two thousand six. What? What got you guys going? I, I believe, you know, I'm I'm horrible with dates, so don't quote me on that. <laughs> Everybody knows this. Um, yeah, I'll, I'll fuck it up. I even uh, I, I even fucked up our one of our anniversary rides. I, I accidentally thought that it was a we were a year older, so thusly the uh, <laughs> the, the the anniversary ride was was deemed Back to the Future. Very nice. <laughs> Because of my my fuck up. <laughs> so puddle cutters started a long time ago. Uh -huh. Where what what got you guys to want to open uh open up a club? You know it was funny I'd I'd been like I said hanging out with like the the scooter clubs here in Portland, which is and the riding community here is a lot different from different from other cities. Like there's a lot of camaraderie between. You know the scooterists and the, the motorcycle clubs and you know the mopeders like we all invite each other out to each other's events and and coordinate events together and stuff like it's a it's a great community here but uh i'd been kind of searching around looking for a moped had kind of gotten gotten wind of you know moped army and kind of what that was all about and i thought it was awesome and i started looking around and i figured that hey there must be some people that are keen to it here in Portland and you know just started looking and there, there was nobody there was no branch there was no people meeting up that I could find so like I got a bike and you know started messing around with it my first bike was a Moby 
after and, my uh, own heart. You know, I got a couple of them. Yeah, <laughs> I, I've since moved on, but gonna probably come back. I ride pooks primarily, but for for race needs, uh, varied is the way to go, obviously. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I'd, I'd picked a couple bikes up and had actually talked with some of the guys in in Seattle, uh, Mosquito Fleet and uh, Black Ball, which is another another club up there that tends to hang with a lot of the other two-stroke uh, clubs, uh, scooter clubs and whatnot. And uh, they kind of got me pointed in the right direction. We'd put in group orders to, like, mop shop because there was no resource really in America for performance parts. You know, there's a few, you know, like Myron's and, you know, some older, uh, you know, moped shops that had, you know, been around since the 70s or whatever. But, uh yeah, I, I, you know, got a bike and I was actually riding by my house and saw another moped like parked at like one of the little like cafe bars like down the street from my house. And I, I remember like waving and the guys whose bikes they were, they were sitting outside like on the patio, went up and like introduced myself and it, it was that was Adrian, who's one of the one of the first five, one of the founding members. Was it with like and, a uh, slow motion, soft rock soundtrack, yeah, yeah, faded totally. out colors? Yeah. Uh huh. Yeah, it was very it was very romantic. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so I met Adrian, and then you know I was tending bar, and one of our regulars overheard me. He was at the time. This is this is Brodio. Um, so I'm working the bar. This all kind of happened within like. A couple week period, there was like this, just just kind of the beginnings of what was we didn't know was to become the puddle cutters. But yeah, uh, Mike Brodio was a regular at my bar, and you know he was he was he'd been building bicycles and stuff. He was really into you know riding bikes, and he overheard me explaining to someone that a moped was basically a bicycle with an engine. And that kind of blew his mind, and it, 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 and he chatted me up, and I was like, "Dude, that sounds awesome." And I was like, "Well, I got a, I got a bike for sale. If you want to, <laughs> if you want to come by and check it out." And sure enough, he came by like a couple days later and rode off with the wow. thing. And I don't know. Aside from that, yeah, you know, I got some of my roommates into it, and yeah, it just kind of progressed from there. Well, that's quite the history. That's that's one way to get going. Um, yeah, yeah. So what what are you guys all about when you uh, when you do get together for events? What do you guys do? Uh, are you do a weekly ride or? Yeah, we have two weekly meetups uh, and a, a monthly club meeting where we actually sat down and you know talk about events and you know status of the 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 gang and you know prospects and whatnot. But uh, yeah, we meet up uh, Wednesdays. Uh, and then Sundays is kind of a loose brunch, uh, possibly Sunday ride if somebody wants to plan a ride and, you know, if it's nice out, whatever. I mean, this time of year, it's kind of kind of shitty. As everyone knows, it rains a lot here in Portland. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, <clears throat> but, yeah, and, and that's kind of been our mainstay since we started. You know, and that was another one of the things. Like we had contacted uh, Seattle after our after our first like big group ride. Like once we actually got together and had enough people to like start uh, an open army branch, 
well, okay, let me back up. That That's not exactly how it all went down. <laughs> so the beginning of the Puddle Cutters, so uh, Brennan, Brennan Olofsson also lived here at the time. And uh, he, uh, the, the, the bar that I was talking about that I was working, um, that's also where, like, all the scooter kids would meet up. So Brennan had just moved to town, and he had some friends uh, from Chicago. He's from Chicago, but he had some friends in town visiting uh, that were also scooterists, and, you know, they came out to their late, uh, weekly meetup, which was on a Tuesday. And so him and I started chatting because, you know, whatever, just bike enthusiasts, and, and we both kind of started talking about mopeds. And we were like, yeah, we need to get mopeds. And, like, he was, he was, he's another one of the first five that, uh, you know, helped kind of get the cutters off the ground. But, um, there was an evening, so it was me and Brennan, Rodeo, Adrian, and, uh, our, our housemate, well, he owns, he owns the house, he's still there, is, uh, June, June Bun, And, uh, we were at the house, wrenching on bikes. It was back in the days of drinking lots of sparks. <laughs> so we were at the at the house oh, man. drinking in the basement, making wizard staffs of sparks. <laughs> and uh, Brennan had uh, he he was gonna go to the uh, gun and knife show, and I was like, hey, I gave him some money. I was like, hey, go uh, pick me up a switchblade. Get me like a like you know one of the old like stiletto style switchblades while you're there. And uh, by the time he got back from from that, he got back to the house, and we were already all shit housed. And you know, we had been riding a little bit together. I mean, we had already kind of formed uh, a crew, but we hadn't really. I don't know if we deemed ourselves the cutters yet. But kind of that's that's this is what solidified that as we all, with the new knife, all kind of cut in is like bro blood brothers that night. Oh, I see. Yeah, and I don't think that like. It was intended that like, oh yeah, now we're the puddle cutters. Uh, it that that happened later, along with um, you know, contacting Mosquito Fleet as how, like how to start a branch and whatnot. Um, there's another local guy, Zane, who's also into like mopeds and scooters and bicycles. Like he's kind of a, a burner dude. Burner, uh, I think he's dropout, which is one of the bicycle clubs out here, and uh, he had put out on. I think he just sent out just like a kind of a mass email and posted some stuff up on Moped Army about a group ride and, uh, you know, invited Seattle down and whatever locals were here in Portland. But uh, Zane's, Zane's pretty zany <laughs> and tried to uh, lead the ride on a, an older, like a, a 50s Moby. Uh, Jesse would be able to tell you the make and model of that. I I'm pretty bad at that stuff as well. I've but, had one of them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you know what I'm talking about with one of the older older movies. And he wanted to lead a ride out to like Savi's Island, which is like out on the highways, which is like forty five miles an hour. Plus it's 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 quite a distance for a bunch of stock bikes. And I don't think his bike even made it more than like a couple miles before he broke down anyways. So I ended up I ended up having to commandeer the ride. <laughs> and you know, we just did a basic like ride around town and you know, there's tons of you, you kinda can't go wrong riding around in Portland. Like it's tons of windy streets. It's it's a lot of fun. There's lots of hills and and stuff. So, you know, we kinda finish the ride out and we go to this bar of the Yukon and kinda sit down 
uh, with uh, Mosquito Fleet, and we used to start hashing out ideas of, okay, what are we going to call ourselves? Because uh, Brennan Barons, who's been, you know, one of the founders of, or is the founder, basically, of Mosquito Fleet, was kind of just like, you guys have to have a name, you guys have to have, like, X amount of people. So we sat down, like, had my sketch pad with me, and I started drawing stuff, and we kind of mulled over some names. Like, Adrian wanted us to be called the Cascadian Cavaliers. <laughs> That that yeah that got shot down pretty quick. Oh my! <laughs> and then we were just gonna be straight up like the cutters, but uh, there was at the time there was another uh, moped gang, the cutters out on the east coast. So they're just like ah, we don't want to step on anybody's toes. So puddle cutters was the natural progression of of all of that us living in Portland and it raining all the fucking time. <laughs> But yeah, I mean that's that's basically like how we came to be, and then uh, you know I think we were just doing our thing here for probably a little over a year before we actually got voted in into MA official. You know, Brennan and I went and kind of did our pilgrimage back in the day when barbecue was a big thing in Kalamazoo, uh, and went to that rally a couple times and kind of made our presence known. Well, me me in particular, because I don't know, I was on a on a three-day drunk, and they used to do boxing. I, I, I fucked that up because, uh, <laughs> I don't know, we were sitting on a loading dock in Kalamazoo. They were having, like, the big big party. I think it was Friday night. It must have been Friday. But, uh, you know, everybody was boxing, and we were watching, and, you know, it was a thing they did every year. And, you know, it was a bunch of dudes, like, you know, fighting, but play fighting, but, like, hugging and, and making out, just being having fun and uh somebody shouted out into the crowd all right who's gonna fight nigel <laughs> and uh me not knowing nigel or anything really about i, I think that was my first i can't remember it was my first i think it was my first uh kalamazoo rally <clears throat> but uh so anyways i get up well, from what I understand, Nigel had just gotten out of jail, also known as Hollywood Holt. Uh, I believe he just he got signed on with signed to Kanye, Kanye's label, like last year or two years ago. Oh my! Talented, talented dude. Yeah, no, the, you know, throw a kit. That song. That's oh that's yes, Nigel. that's yep. Nigel. That's Hollywood Holt. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So I guess he, I don't know if he'd just gone out of jail, something. Anyways, he's, he's a scrappy fucker. And I was planning on, you know, just like kind of play fighting and fucking around. Uh, <laughs> and, uh, yeah, I got my ass handed to me. He, uh, I think we, maybe we went two rounds, uh, but he threw a punch and connected, got me right in the nose. Didn't break my nose, but definitely broke a blood vessel. And, uh, blood, blood, blood all over the, the, the concrete warehouse floor. <laughs> and so people kind of lost it. Like, I know a lot of petty cash were, were soaking up dollar bills, soaking up blood. It's <laughs> like souvenirs. Like, it was pretty gnarly. But that definitely solidified our getting voted into the next round of moped army branches because uh yeah i guess it, it was kind of unforgettable <laughs> watching that go down 
<laughs> so you quite literally took your licks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, I mean, it was all good. Like I said, it's circumstantial, but again, yeah, it's, it solidified our, you know, getting voted in that next round, which is, which is cool. And, and so as tradition with puddle cutters, uh, if you want to become a member, you know, we have our like three month kind of, um, prospect period where you have to, you know, plan a ride and, you know, hang out and participate and, uh, attend like an out of town rally and whatnot before we vote on you. But once you do get voted in, you have to cut in and we, uh, your sponsor buys you, usually buys you like a brand new knife because we don't use that switchblade anymore. <laughs> we use that, that switchblade we got from the knife show for quite a few cut-ins. Uh, that one's been retired. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, we buy you a knife, and uh, after you, you cut in, bleed on a dollar bill, and then uh, once the once the uh, cut's healed, uh, I tattoo stitches over the cut. And then it's official. Very cool. Didn't you just have a new member cut in yeah, here? Uh, no, it's been a while since we've uh, cut any new members in. We've got a, well, our one prospect just... Uh, just split for Germany. He's doing a internship for the next year. But yeah, we're, you know, our, our, uh, we're in a little bit of a lull. But you know, it goes with any any gang, any club. You have your your high periods, and I wouldn't say low periods, but you know, people have lives. <laughs> you know, we have friends getting married, people start new careers, people Definitely. are doing internships in Germany. You know. <laughs> Is there anybody or any crews or anything you'd like to give a shout-out to? Yeah, well, West Coast represent all the kids out here, Mosquito Fleet, the squids, land squids, um, creatures. As far as MA goes, yeah. there's uh, Those are the guys we're in contact with the most. Our, one of our members, Lydia, just moved down to Sacramento, so she's... She's hanging with the squids. Very cool. Um, let's see. Do you have a, a website or a Facebook page or, or any group stuff you'd like to pimp? Yeah. Yeah, we, we have our, our Puddle Cutters uh, Facebook page. Our website we're trying to be more attentive to. I mean, really all we've really used it for in the past is like rally registration, but we're working on getting more more stuff you know, just get some shirts and uh, maybe get some pins and patches. And, you know, I do, I've been doing screen printing for over 20 years. So, you know, we'll get some shirts and I got a buddy that has a setup to print skateboards and stuff. So we're going to try and get some more of that stuff up for, for people if they so desire. Some sweet puddle cutter swag. Yeah, some swag. Uh, was there anything else you wanted to talk about or, or mention or? Um, Oh, you know, Moped GP is starting to become a pretty big event. It's really exciting to see moped racing progressing as it is in in the States. You know, there was only a couple people really racing. You know, some people back in the Midwest and and whatnot have, you know, it's just the the towns are a lot closer, so it's a lot easier for a lot of branches, you know, back east and, and midwest to hang out and, you know, go to go to each other's rides and stuff. 
uh, whether it be MA official or, you know, just like regular clubs. But out here on the West Coast, everything's so spread out. You know, we're on, you know, we're on the coast, but, you know, it's it's at least like a 10-hour drive for most of us to even get to the next city. You know, like San Francisco right. and San Francisco are closer together. And same thing with like Portland and Seattle. But, you know, if we're going to go down, if like they're going to come up or we're going to go down there, like going down to L.A. or something, you know, it's it's a trek. But you know, we had, we, there's a, there's a couple tracks out here that, uh, we had started racing at and we actually had a pretty good little, uh, you know, moped race thing going here. And then as soon as, uh, Tomahawk, you know, did the first Tomahawk cup, which, you know, eventually became uh, moped GP. It was, I could tell that it was just starting to, starting to boom. And especially people coming out and seeing, how cool it is to, you know, be on a track, be in a controlled environment and really be able to like show off your builds and, you know, open up your bike and have fun in it, in it, on a, you know, on track in a, you know, controlled environment. I haven't made it out the last couple of years, but, uh, Jesse, Jesse Stevenson, he's been attending, uh, and amazing, amazing mechanic tuner and, you know, all around just, just great, smart dude when it comes to, you know, building bikes and building engines and stuff. And he's been a huge help to the community in, in that respect. Uh, same with Sabatino too. I'm sure people know Sabatino mopeds. He's a, you know, he's been a good support in the community as far as like, you know, getting parts and keeping bikes on the road. But, uh, yeah, you know, we were racing here for a while and it's kind of faded out as far as like our own personal, you know, race stuff. But it's it's cool to see that happening. I know it's been going on in Europe for for years, but yeah, it's really cool to see that starting to pick up in the states, both you know West Coast, Midwest, East Coast, down south. All the all the people that are putting bikes on the track and and building ridiculous shit. <laughs> it's pretty fucking cool. Right, <laughs> getting a a legitimate competition yeah, yeah. going oh and it's so cool watching like people that you know have been like working on their bikes for a few years and you know not that they like have a beef on the track but you know you, there's usually like yeah friendly competition and seeing like people that have been like really putting their all into it and and love have a passion for it that much going head to head is is always fucking rad <laughs> Right, and you get to show off your build, yeah. and you get to exercise that in front of people, and yeah, totally. see what kind of numbers you can pull out of your labor of love. Yeah, yeah, and and the camaraderie, sharing knowledge, like, oh, you you did that, you know? Oh, I, I never thought of that, you know? And and, exactly. and passing that on, and and yeah, that's what's the great thing about the whole, you know, moped community, is just sharing of that knowledge and helping everything progress and keeping bikes on the road. And that's a bit about what this podcast is all about. Cool. Uh, sharing, sharing knowledge, sharing histories of clubs yeah. and distributors and um, shops and just uh, trying to eliminate some of that tension or beef that may be out there with different crews or just not knowing who they are. Yeah. And there's always going to be, there's exactly. always going to be something. 
there's always not everybody's gonna get along with everybody that's just i found it helps a lot when life. you know the history of a crew how they got started who the members are i uh, that helps uh, uh-huh. humanize them a little bit and shows that now they're not that different yeah. from you guys um i guess one of the questions i yeah. should ask uh who are the puddle cutters how how many people do you have oh wow Okay, so currently I actually pulled up because I'm bad at all this stuff. I, I pulled up our uh, MA page. So currently we have, let's see, 17 active members and four scouts, which, you know, we, at our last meeting we were kind of thinking about redefining the term scout because, I mean, it's just a moped army term. Right. Um, I think we were talking about more along the lines of nomad because <laughs> I mean scouts like yeah you're actively trying to like start a branch in another city whereas that's not necessarily always the case you know people move for school or family or work or whatever it is love <laughs> um, and then you know we have a bunch of honorary members Very cool. whereas uh, you know people that have they may or may not even ride mopeds but they hang out and they contribute and help and you know whatnot, and we have uh, we have ten honorary members, one of which actually is is my dad. <laughs> he lives in Salt Lake, but yeah, he's a uh, he comes out and, and hangs, and I I built a bike for him here, so when he comes to town, he comes out and rides with us. It's pretty fun. And then oh, the the list of retired. Uh, yeah, I don't even want to get into that. <laughs> but that's the thing with gangs, they, and I don't know. I like to kind of think that we let it progress naturally and you know people are gonna come and go and you know have their reasons for leaving or you know whatnot and that's just kind of the nature of the beast and you can't i've seen a lot of a lot of branches fall apart or implode or you know not even distant well disinterest and um Inner, inner, inner turmoil, you know, whether it just be between like a couple people. Like I said, not everybody's going to get along with everybody, but infighting. I don't know. I'm, 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 I'm in this for life. I, you know, I started as one of the people that started this gang and I don't know. I ain't going nowhere. Exactly. <laughs> Being part of a couple different groups outside of Facebook uh-huh. or outside of mopeds. One of the founders of one of those groups told me something very wise a few years ago. He said, members come, members go, feuds come, feuds go. After 20 years, you look back and realize that the club has always been there and everything is just a chapter in that club. You're not going to, one person isn't going to destroy the club. They are going to have their reign of terror and then it will be over and the club will continue. Yeah. Yeah. And I've seen it happen. It's like I said, it's, it's going to ebb and flow, but that's the other thing is not everybody's going to always get along and everybody's going to have their own idea on how to, how to run things and, and whatnot. But honestly, I just like to keep it simple and, and as much as it is a, a moped gang, it's really about the people and being accepting and you know, you start putting too many rules and regulations on people. It makes it not fun. 
it really just makes it not fun anymore. And, and, you know, then, you know, people don't want to do it. It's not a job <laughs> and we sure as hell ain't getting paid for it. Exactly. I, I always <laughs> say two things. It's hard to take yourself too seriously when you're riding a glorified BMX bike. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. It, it, it's just mopeds. Exactly. And it's it's just mopeds. <laughs> the other thing I always say is uh, jet for the air leak. I get a lot of hate on that one, but jet for the air leak. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't know about that. All right. Uh, is there anything else you can think of? Or oh, uh, uh, another shout out. Shout out to Craig Flippy. You will, you will find Sasquatch. I, I have faith in you, buddy. Oh my gosh! <laughs> oh, that's super cool. He's another uh, mopeder. He, he's actually one of the first people that I knew that had a moped before. Um, puddle cutters got like actually established. He rode his moped from L.A. to Portland. Uh, you know, he was traversing the Pacific Northwest in search for Sasquatch. <laughs> he's, he's still at it. He's a filmmaker. He's, he's amazing. Yeah. Craig Flippy. He's, he's worked with Bobcat Goldweight and, you know, he worked on animal planet on the finding Sas finding, finding Bigfoot series and stuff. Awesome. Hilarious. Rad, rad dude. He did our, uh, he did our video, our, our, you know, rally trailer for, um, hot blooded, our hot blooded rally. He did the uh, trailer for that, which is oh. hilarious. Yeah. Yeah, that was pretty professional looking. Yeah, yeah, dude's dude's legit. <laughs> oh, well, thank you, Bob, for coming in today and telling us all about the puddle cutters. Hey, you're welcome. Uh, is there anything else you wanted to say before we wrap it up? Uh, thanks, Ashley. <laughs> this was this was fun. Yeah, definitely. It's cool. I'm looking forward to hearing it. Checking out some of the other, seeing what the other branches had to say. Are you just doing Moped Army, like, any other, like, moped clubs or just strictly Moped Army stuff, branches? I have a list of 200 different entities oh, that I'm working oh, on right now. Have fun, have, have fun with that. <laughs> um, some of the more notable things is yeah. um, I'm going to be interviewing Rodney at Treatland. Oh, cool. And I'm going to be... I, I can't remember his name. I think he's the CMO, the media officer for Tomos America. Oh, wow. That's pretty cool. That's going to be It's cool to see uh, Tomos, Tomos still kind of being, I mean, they're the only moped importer now, but at least they're sending, or they put together a decent couple bikes that appeal to, I guess, our aesthetic. <laughs> I love the classics, the classic yeah, ones. Yeah, you know when uh, they first started importing them into the states, uh, my buddy Patrick that runs P Town Scooters, another awesome, awesome dude, rad mechanic uh, for vintage, vintage two-stroke stuff. Um, you know they they threw away all those square headlights. They got a bunch of CV, the you know the round bullet headlight buckets. They they basically took the 2008 models. And turned him into what Tomos is now importing. <laughs> yeah, kind of, that's really cool. Kind of bringing him back to the yeah old style. I always like the round CV style. I put those yeah, on my yeah. Mobies, the yeah, bullets. Definitely. Well, it was great for me because I really didn't give a shit either way. And those uh, those 
halogen. I don't know if they're even halogen, but they're a lot brighter headlight bulb. I ended up getting a bunch of those old square buckets and reusing them on my bikes because they weren't doing anything with them. It's like, hey, free headlight, nice and bright. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure somewhere somebody's got a pile of them and they've got like eight headlights on their bike. <laughs> yeah, yeah. All right. Well, thank you again for being on today. It was a pleasure talking with you. And well, well, cool, Ashley. Yeah, yeah. Nice chatting with you. Maybe you can make it out here to Portland sometime and come ride with us. I would love to. Now that I've got the Bratmobile, I should be able to yeah. make it to a ton of rallies this year. Cool, cool. Uh, I know it's not our rally this year, but uh, Mosquito Fleet's doing theirs. We'll 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 all be up there. Be be good to good to meet you in person. Definitely. If if the stars align, I will definitely be out there. All right. All right, cool. All right. Have awesome. a good day.